So welcome back, everyone. It's episode 32, which is so crazy. And we have um, my friend Alex here, where we're not, we're like friends by association. Let's just be real. But I feel like you're my friend (laughs) because you're friends with all of my friends. And I like stalk you on Instagram and all the type of friendship. And she's freaking amazing. So Alex, tell us about yourself. Give us like the, you know, the little synopsis, the rundown. And yeah, let's do it. Amazing. So thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here on your podcast. And like you said earlier, we do have a lot of mutual friends and you were originally from the Hudson Valley. So we do share that in common, which is awesome. And yeah, I'm so excited to be here, but a little bit about me. So I am a makeup artist and I've been very busy and successful for the last several years with my makeup business and makeup company, traveling, working mostly in New York City, traveling to LA and Miami and globally doing different kinds of clients. I do a lot of production work. I do a lot of celebrity work. I do, I work with a lot of influencers. I work with CEOs of companies and I work with a ton of different range of campaign work. But when the pandemic hit, that all shut down everything just stopped. And I personally identified myself so much with work. And I was always so focused and busy with work that I was forced to take this time to be like, wow, like, who am I really? What am I passionate about? I had all this time to just figure out who I was as a person, what my actual goals were, where I wanted to live, where I want to settle down for right now, what my like other hobbies were where I never had the opportunity to slow down when I was so busy doing makeup. So for the first few months, like no one worked and, you know, as a freelancer, that can be really scary. So I just use that time to get super grounded and like really like take time to cook all my meals and like eat healthy and go on walks and go on hikes and be grounded in nature and obviously spend a lot of time alone and not identifying myself with work. So after a few months of that, I was like, wow, let me figure out a way to pivot my brand and my business. I've always been super interested in red light therapy. It's a practice that I have practiced for so long myself. I have a little red light therapy machine in my home. And I also have suffered from autoimmune problems where I have like really strange, like inflammation in different areas of my body. I've had psoriasis, I've had arthritis, and I've noticed that when I wasn't working so much during the pandemic and I was forced to slow down that my body started to heal. And I was like, wow, this is so fascinating that I'm able to use like this red light and being in nature and grounding and all of these different like biohacks that nature has available for everyone to get healthier. And with that, I was meditating a lot more. I've always meditated, but like during this time, I was super laser focused on to just being mindful and present in every moment. So I was like, how can I make this into a career? So at my home, I have a guest room that I call my Zen Den. And so many people on social media were like, wow, that's so cool that you have Zen Den. You have your little red light in there. You have a lot of plants in there. You have your vision boards in there. You meditate in there. I wish I had a Zen Den. Like I don't have a Zen Den. Like I have kids, I have a kid room or, you know, I have like an office. That's my office room. Like I don't have a space for 
a Zen area in my home. And then with that being said, I was also taking a lot of supplements to make sure my immune system was feeling great. So everyone would always ask me like, oh, like what supplements are you taking and blah, blah, blah. And before the pandemic, I was constantly using the infrared sauna because I felt like that helped me so much with my autoimmune issues. And also like, it's good for heart health, which I'm super conscious of because my father passed away five years ago from heart disease and a stroke, which was totally unexpected. So I'm always trying to figure out what are the best ways for preventative health and like how I can be my healthiest version of myself. I noticed that we don't have an infrared sauna in the Hudson Valley. There was none available. So I was like, okay, let me create this space that everyone on Instagram has been asking me for, for so long and bring it to my community. I was able to pivot from not working at all to going into opening up my Zenden, which has an infrared sauna. It has red light therapy. It has all the supplements and herbs that I take. It's in my own medicine cabinet at home. And now the community can come in and shop those products themselves. And it feels so good to be able to offer all of these other modalities that I'm super passionate about to the community. I love this so much. I'm like sitting here, like I'm obsessed with her. I told you, I told you, you would be girl. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know, but I'm like, Oh God, this is like what I want for my life. But like, I'm so excited for you. That is so inspiring. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Wow. It was, I definitely took a leap of faith. I've never owned a brick and mortar business in my life. I've I honestly, I did not know what I was doing at all. And I just created a vision board and I put everything on there, like the colors I wanted, the textures, and I wanted it to feel like you were in nature. And so many people couldn't travel this year because of the pandemic, we weren't allowed to travel. So I wanted to make this space where you felt like you were walking into Tulum, which is again, one of my favorite places to go to. Um, I love Mexico. So I was like, I want people to walk in and feel like they're walking into the jungle. I want it to be like so many plants. I want it to feel super organic, use all organic textures and raw materials and help people just feel grounded and have this space. And that also helping other people has been able to help myself too. which is the ultimate goal, right? Like we want to do these things like, yes, it's, it's self-fulfilling for us, but at the same time, it's amazing to like carry out your dream. That's actually going to help other people and serve other people. It's almost like that's everyone's goal, right? Like I sell plumbing, like great. Congratulations. (laughs) Like I provide toilets. (laughs) Everyone needs something to go to the bathroom in. (laughs) It's true. Everyone needs a place to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Well, so I'm like, I'm super resonating with your story. So I'm a hairstylist. That's like what I do for income. And then I'm also like getting really into this, like natural wellness and meditation and yoga. And I'm doing the Pilates and like taking care of myself. And I'm like, okay, but I'm really passionate about that stuff. Not that I'm not passionate about hair because I, I love my clients and I love what I do, totally. but I've been like having these moments. We'll have to like sidebar sometime outside of this because I want the podcast to be about you and like not my projects, but I'm like, I have been sitting in the last 72 hours and trying to come up with a plan on like how I can bring all of these things to- together. And I have 
some ideas and whatnot, but as they come to fruition, I might be reaching out to you being like, absolutely. You've done this. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, so many people, my whole life has told me, no, like, no, you can't do this. Mm -hmm. Like, no, you can't be a makeup artist. Like you live in the, you know, the Hudson Valley, it's not going to be successful for you. You're not in a major city or, you know, oh, you're going to open up a brick and mortal business during a pandemic. No, you're crazy. You should not do that. That's really stupid. And I feel like, yeah, Also, people have told me like, you need to just narrow down one of your passions. You can't do it all. And (laughs) I feel like with the right mindset and with the right team, you are able to accomplish anything you want. And if I listened to half the people that told me, no, I wouldn't be where I am today. And, you know, even when I was doing makeup, people were like, like so many people were like, she's not going anywhere. She lives, she lives in the Hudson Valley. Like she, she, the girl has her head up in the cloud. She has a lot of big dreams. Like, let's see what she does. And I was like, okay, watch me. And I commuted to New York city every day for, or like five days a week for 10 years. And I was working and I started off working for free. I started off working, not making a dime for a really long time because I saw the vision, even though no one around me saw the vision like I felt it in my soul. I was like, I know I can do this. And we're no different than any other person. If anyone can do this, I use that as inspiration. Like if that person can do it, so can I like, what's the difference between them? And like, we're all the same. We're all equal. Right. Well, just like hearing your story, it just feels like really like divine universal timing. Cause I'm been sitting over here like can I do this like I'm, I'm having major imposter syndrome I'm like I'm not a big name in the hair community but like I really want to develop some sort of program or way to to spread awareness amongst stylists in any of the beauty professions about mental wellness and create some sort of program or platform for people to be able to educate themselves better so that they can take better care of themselves on their own time so they can show up for their clients, but to also be able to um, have tools to be able to help their clients, whether it's directing them to a therapist or, um, you know, whatever professional guidance or tools they might need to like have more wellness and mental health in their own lives. Cause you know, working in this field, like people tell us everything, Absolutely. Um, And And I think that's such a genius idea. And I like, has that been done yet? I don't know. I don't know. There's one person in England that is doing something similar, but his mission is more directed towards barbers and men. Um, But I have, I like spent hours researching it and I'm like, I'm going to do it. (laughs) It's going to be me. I'm doing this in the U S it's happening. And you can, you literally can do whatever you want. And I, stand by that so firmly. I am such a big believer in like, if you believe it, no one else around you has to believe it. I mean, it definitely helps to have supportive friends and community, but sometimes your family and your friends aren't, they, they don't see the vision. Only you do. Only you were blessed with that gift to see that. Right. vision. And as long as you work hard towards it and you believe in it, you do your research, then mm-hmm. what's the worst that's going to happen? Right. Well, and right. even if it, even if someone has done it, Paige, like, I mean, it just comes back to like, no one's you than you, you know? And, and like, right. when I, when I became a yoga teacher, I know there's like, you know, a million yoga teachers literally in the Hudson Valley. And I was like, you know what? I don't care, but we all do it differently. We all bring something different to the table. Even if it is something that's been done, you bring your own spin. And I think that's a great idea. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And also like every, like what you were saying was everyone is unique. Everyone will bring their own unique spin to any situation. Like there's so many makeup artists out there. There's so many makeup artists out there, but everyone has something different, whether it's a personality trait, whether it's a makeup trait, whatever it is, everyone has their own spin on something. So if you see an opportunity or you feel that that is your calling, I highly suggest that you go for it because it sounds amazing. And right now, so many people need help to focus on their mental health. And we've been conditioned to just hustle, hustle, hustle. And it's been so glorified to be like a girl boss, hustler, entrepreneur. And I am 100% guilty of that as well. And sometimes I need to put myself in check to be like, slow down or be present in the moment. And that's why I feel like the pandemic was a little bit of a blessing of disguise in disguise for me because it forced me to do that. And I don't know if I ever would have actually taken the time if I wasn't forced to. So, right. I well, and I think that the, the pandemic has been, I think for anyone that's in the entrepreneurial spirit, like this time has really been a blessing for a lot of people. Um, you know, a lot of some of the greatest companies and greatest entrepreneurs have flourished in times when society is struggling because that's when we need problem solvers the most. So absolutely. And it goes to show how much people need mental health. Like now more than ever, people need community, people need support and people need to focus on their physical and mental health. It's so important. And without any of those things, what is success? Right. You know, like what is success without love for yourself and others without a supportive community and without your physical or mental well-being, what is success? I was just talking in my book club the other day. We read a book called The New Climate War, which is talking about things with climate change. I haven't read the whole book, so I won't even pretend to know the whole thing that it's about, but it sparked an interesting conversation about like, where do we start with trying to like make changes? Do we start by constantly worrying about all these external things about you know, changing the environment and these large causes that have all come up in this time, or do we have to actually start with ourselves and look inwards and where's the balance with that? And so I'm, yeah, I'm definitely like gearing for, let's take care of our like inner health first, because if we're not stable, like we can't support our communities and show up the way that they need us to. Absolutely. I think it's so important. And it's some people are like, oh, that's selfish. And I'm like, no, it's not selfish. It's not selfish at all. You have to fill up your own cup because if you don't, what else do you have to give? Like there's, you cannot run on empty. You can't just give, 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 and give, and then burn yourself out. And I think in order for us to be passionate and target all of these, like different kind of charities or different kind of passions or whatever it is that is your calling, you have to be the best version of yourself to show up. It's so true. And I always, I mean, I even say this in like relationships too, like just talking to my friends, like you have to be a whole person before you can give yourself or some of yourself to someone else. And you have to continue to be that whole person because I feel like the biggest mistake we all make in a relationship is exactly what you just said, Alex, give, 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 give. And you never take anything for yourself, take time for yourself, you know, do, you know, your workouts and stay true to who you are. I think that a lot of people, people start to change just Absolutely. to like, and to fit in relationships. Like I'm by no means a relationship coach, but <laughs> <I do think laughs> that 
you know, it's so important to just like be your own person and to love yourself and have your own routines and have your own rituals and your own schedule. And whoever you decide to bring in as your partner, they should add value, not ever take away. Oh, yes. So true. Okay. We started with the whole kickstart into the episode was me asking you, like, can we talk more about this red light therapy? Because I have heard a lot about it from Aloe in that she's like, I just sat in the red light and I feel amazing. And I'm like, I don't, it's colorful light. So cool. Um, so not that I don't, I'm like a total believer and I'm really interested in learning more. So can you guys, since you know about it, just inform us lay people? Yeah. I mean, totally. it's, and, and it's really great. Like living with the red light is amazing now. And Tyler makes me wear these like orange glasses every night to like block he's the, bl- I mean, love that. he's, oh my, Alex, you would love him, but also you'd think he's such a weirdo, but not at the same time. We make pills with like mushroom powder. Oh, I literally do the same thing. Like, I feel like, like all the friends. mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like we'd all be friends. <laughs> I love it. Okay, He's like yeah, a total weirdo, but I, we love him. Mm-hmm. No, I, I mean, I have some pretty strange rituals that I do myself that people are like, what the heck is this girl doing? And I even had one of my neighbors ask me the other day, I was on a walk. She's like, I have to ask you why is there a red light beaming out of your windows at night? Like I look into your house and I'm dead. Scene in Hocus Pocus. <laughs> the scene in Hocus Pocus. Yes, when they open with up the, the green ball, light. Like the green light shooting up. <laughs> and she was like, I feel like I'm looking into like a Hocus Pocus house. And I was like, well, I'm not a witch. <laughs> I'm no, but witchy shit, we're here for that too. I mean, but kind of, we're all witches. So it's great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just, so I'm obsessed with the red light. I, I first- experimented with red light, I want to say four years ago. And I was in California and all these places were like offering red light therapy, red light therapy, red light therapy. So I'm like, what the heck is red light therapy? So I went into Dave Asprey's place called Upgrade Labs and I, he's a biohacker. And I was like, okay, what is the deal with this red light? So they explained it to me and they're like, you know, why don't you just try it? So I went in the red light room and I was like, wow, I felt amazing afterwards. I felt like I had more energy. I felt like my skin was immediately glowing after sitting in there for 20 minutes. And I felt like I have this knee pain and like my knee pain was gone. And I was like, wow, it's amazing. So once I got back to New York, I was like, I need to get one of these things. So I partnered up with a red light company and basically started using this, a tiny version of one, but it was very strong. And I started seeing all the differences and I, I just, I fell in love with it. Then I started bringing my red light to clients before I would do their makeup and they started to fall in love with it. And they're like, wow, I feel like my skin is glowing so much more. Or, you know, maybe if they, while I was doing their makeup, you know, I have some athlete clients, they would put it on their knee because maybe they like tore something while they were playing their sport that they were doing. And they were like, wow, this thing really works. It's amazing. So I started to see results from my clients as well as myself, but to get a little bit more technical. So it is a device that was created by NASA and it has 
far infrared light and near infrared light. You have to be careful with the type of device that you're using, because I will say there's so many fake ones out there. I would never purchase one from Amazon. Even some of the ones that they sell in these cosmetic stores, I don't fully trust them until you do the research yourself and see like that technical research, because some of them can do more damage than good if they're not made properly. It has to be the right type of acrylic that the light is sitting on. Otherwise it can burn you. Some people are like, oh, I feel like it made my melasma worse where it really shouldn't. It should help with that. So that just goes to show you like the lights might not be as good. Um, oh my God. It's helping my melasma stash. My melasma stash is what I call it. It's helping it so much. What is melasma? So it's like a hyperpigmentation of your skin, right, Alex? Okay. Yeah. So I have melasma on my forehead. And I remember I was in Greece and it was the first time I, I didn't even know I had it. And my, I thought I just had like a weird tan mark or something. And my friend that I was with, Milty, he was like, you have a birthmark on your head. I never noticed. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, no, I think it's just like, I don't know. Like, did I have something there? Like, was I like, tanning weird or something? Not that I was out baking in the sun, but you're in this Greece, is me. You're outside. Yeah. So I was like, well, I don't know. So then when I got back to New York, I was like, wait, this is so weird. It's not going away. And then Ugh. like over the course of months, it wasn't going away. So that's when I like dug deep and researched like what's hyperpigmentation, what is melasma. And basically it's a darkening okay. of your skin. And there's two different types. One is caused by hormonal issues. So a lot of pregnant women suffer with melasma due to their hormones, but the other type is sun damage. I was going to say, is it like a changing of the melanins in your skin tone? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Exactly. Hey, you've, never, you've never noticed my mustache. It's not a mustache. There's no hair. That's literally just hyperpigmentation. Yeah. Girl, and most, which, I think like, you know, I, I think that's like one of those things that you probably notice more on yourself than I would ever notice on you. I mean, like, I didn't know that my, well, I knew within the week, but when I first met my roommate, she has vitiligo <laughs> and I didn't even put that together until like a week after meeting her. Cause I just like, don't see stuff like that right away. Right. I'm yeah, just a weirdo. <laughs> so basically going back to the light, it has the far infrared light and the near infrared light. And when you're sitting in front of that, that light penetrates through your skin. And I recommend people doing it like nude or like just skin to the red light contact. Cause if you're wearing clothes or anything, it will get in between and you won't get the benefits of it. So it go, it penetrates through to your skin and it targets all the mitochondria in your cells, which is the powerhouse of your cell, right? So when that happens, it starts regenerating and rejuvenating all of those cells and everything around it. So it's building more collagen, it's lowering inflammation, it's helping reduce any fine lines, it's making your skin glow, it's really just helping your energy levels. And it's also such a great amount of light that it's helping your endorphins. So like people in the winter time, they do feel happier after being under the red light. It's fucking true. I can, I can attest to this. I mean, people who listen to the podcast know I talk about this shit all the time. Um, but it's, it's really true. And I also have to say like, my boyfriend's body is like, I hate to even like give him this credit because he's so annoying, but it's like <laughs> perfect. And like his skin is so firm and I'm just like, how, how red light. Like, <laughs> yeah. He gets in that bitch naked twice a day. Lots of water once in the too. morning. 
he does not drink as nearly as much water as I do. And his body is like on point. (laughs) I just can't. Um, So, okay. So questions then. So if you're, if someone's listening and wants to try the red light or wants to get a red light, do you recommend going somewhere where somebody can use it? Or do you recommend purchasing one for in home? Like how much do these things cost? Do you need to have like special equipment? Like what one do you recommend? Also, you said, if you want to buy one, like what one do you think is the best or are there a couple? What, What do you recommend? All the things. They are definitely pricey. This is not a cheap piece of equipment at all. And like I said, if you see one on Amazon or on a website that does seem a little bit cheaper, I would question it a little bit and just make sure you're doing your research because these things are, I mean, the good ones are FDA approved and they're like no joke. So I say if you're local to the Hudson Valley region, definitely come into Zenden and get your fix in there. I also made sure that I priced everything out where it was super affordable because I want everyone to be able to afford it because there's our healthcare system is so broken and so expensive. So I want people to be able, if they're using this for health purposes, to be able to continue to use it as a preventative measure for their health, whether it's like their inflammation or, you know, their joint pain, or maybe they're healing from a surgery, whatever it is to just help them. So I recommend if they're in the area to stop by Zenden, but if someone is not in the area, I know you guys are not based in New York, then, then I really like the Juve. I think Juve is great. And they, I mean, those mini ones, I want to say start at 700 and that's just for like a tiny one. Um, then, I mean, they can go all the way up to like $15,000 and then there's, I think it's called light SIM. They have a good one and they have a facial wand too, which is just for target locations, either for your face or like your elbow or your knee or your wrist. Doesn't it help like hair growth too? Yeah. Did you like put it on your scalp? Yeah. It actually does help with hair growth. Even though this therapy has been around for many years, it's gaining so much popularity in the press. So you'll start to see it more with hair salons. People are going to be offering it for hair growth treatments and also like estheticians. A lot of people are now offering light therapy because it's gaining more popularity and it works. I love it this. really does. Yeah, I know. Paige, maybe you should start offering it. There's a few places in Colorado that have the red light therapy, like what Alex does. And of course, mm-hmm. when I come home, I will be coming to visit my Zendan. I can't totally. Wait. There's a couple places here that have it and they charge like $50 a session. It's ridiculously expensive. Oh, wow. That is expensive. I charge 20 a session. Um, How long is a session? 20 minutes. Okay. 20 minutes. So like and, and there are the really good beds you can lay into. So they're kind of similar to tanning beds, but they obviously don't tan you. It's just all the red light. Again, you just want to make sure that you're getting it from a legit company. The company I work with, they don't offer the beds yet. Um, they probably will in the future, but the beds also run for like over $50,000 at this point. And you have Jesus to have this Christ. Space. Yeah. You have to have the space for it. My God. So, okay. So I'm thinking I open a hair salon. Okay. Great. This is what my brain's doing. I'm going to open a hair (laughs) salon. We're going to offer red light therapy. I'm going to hire Erica to do psychic medium readings and things like that and tarot and all the fun witchy things. And let me do some yoga and Reiki. Yes. And then there can be like a little room for like a yoga studio or like whatever we want to 
teach and then just a few chairs and only stylists who are like good people that do good work and aren't charging people astronomically expensive prices, but are still like making a living. And we'll do that. And we'll all care about mental wellness and meditation, things like that. I'm just spitballing here. I mean, I'm I'm here for it. And like, let's just make a wellness center. Let's do it. Yeah. Yes. I love this. I love vision boards. Last year, I half my vision board came true this year. Half of it's already coming true. I saw that you, you put Forbes on your vision board, Alex, and then you were featured in Forbes, which is amazing. Let me just tell you, like, there's definitely a magic to vision boards. Like when you believe it, there's a magic to it. But I also feel like it acts as like an execution board where like you're looking at it and your brain is subconsciously like starting to like strategically work towards those goals because you're looking at it every day. But I also think that there's like an energy to it too, where you're like, okay, I'm putting Forbes on my vision board. Like I'm putting that energy out there and I'm working towards it. And so many things on my vision board has come to life. And it's things that I can't really explain besides like continuously to just work on myself and work hard on my, myself and my brands and my businesses, and also like stay focused, which is what the vision board is for. So I can look at it every day. It helps me stay focused. It helps me remind me of the goals. And there's also just a magic to it too, because I remember I put Sarah Blakely on my vision board. I listened to her on the Lewis house podcast five years ago. I resonated with her. I said, this is the first female self-made billionaire. She's the CEO of Spanx. She's a boss babe. She didn't really come from anything. And she created an empire for herself. And I put her on my vision board and literally within the next three months, I was at her house in her kitchen, watching her make. I literally just got chills all over my body. Yeah. Like, and it's just, I didn't even know I had connections towards her. It's just, you know, when you put things out there, it happens. And I put Forbes on my vision board and, you know, it was just a pinch me moment when Forbes reach out to me and they're like, Hey, we want to feature you. And we want to do a story on you. We think that you are like the wellness guru in the Hudson Valley. And we want to know like all about your brand, your business, your new Zenden space, where your favorite places to go that offer wellness in the Hudson Valley. And it was just a pinch me moment because I'm like, damn, I put this on my vision board. Like it works. So cool. Yeah, it definitely works. I'm over here like, how do I get Jonathan Van Ness to want to talk to me about mental wellness and beauty? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like Sophia Hilton and like all these like named people. And I'm like, oh, they're so massive. So I'll just put pictures of them on my vision board and then like keep working. (laughs) Literally. And like utilize every single social networking tool out there, like LinkedIn and Instagram and email. Like there's so many ways to reach out. Like people are so accessible these days that it's like, what is it going to hurt to just send someone a DM? What's the worst that's going to happen? They say no, or they don't answer. Okay, great. There's a hundred million other people I can reach out to. I have some questions for you in case anyone's listening, who wants to start a business. What was that process like, like starting an actual brick and mortar? Okay. So starting, I mean, I've always been a business owner. So going back towards makeup, like that just kind of happened. I was like, I failed out of school, got kicked out of high school, went to college for a day, dropped out. 
And I just, I got fired from every job that I worked. So I was like, okay, I just need to work for myself. So that I just, that part of my business, I just figured out. And I have a bridal business with a bridal team and we're global. So we do weddings in Spain. We do weddings in Miami. We do weddings in LA. And then we're based in the Hudson Valley. Then I have my production business, which is me going on set. And again, I have a team of hair and makeup artists where I send them all on set. I have a team in Miami. I have a team in LA and I have a team in New York. Um, so that has just been a lot of years of trial and error, just figuring out like, oh, I need an LLC. Oh, I need business insurance. Oh, I need this type of insurance. Like that was all just kind of figuring it out as I went. Um, so that all those trials and errors made it easier for me to open up my next business, which is the send in. And again, like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm very clear with the vision and I, at this point have established a good team of people to help guide me of like the technical stuff of like, okay, first let's start an LLC. Let's come up with a business plan. And again, I didn't go to business school. I don't know how to write a business plan, but we have free access to Google, which means we can learn anything in the world. Yes. Seriously. And YouTube. Such a blessing to be able to access the internet because I know a lot of countries don't have that access and we do. So it's almost like no excuse. So I, I utilized a lot of those tools since I did not go to school and also experience. And I just like, was like, okay, I want to learn about business. Let me tune into every single business podcast. Let me go to Barnes and Noble and pick up 10 business books and sit down and like literally read every single one front to back, take notes and Google anything that wasn't answered and I took notes and had questions on, I would just go and Google it and find the answers to everything. So I spent a lot of time researching and I feel like that has definitely helped me guide, guide me in the right direction. But again, it's like, if I can do it, anyone can do this. Girl, I love you. Thanks for, (laughs) thanks for doing this for us. I just like, like punch and I, we always say like, you know, I know, I know I say this every episode, but I hope it just resonates finally with some people, but you know, we always say if we can help just one person with one, like each episode, we've, we've done a service and like, we always, and it's already happened. She's already helped me. It's like, it's happening. Oh, and me too. You know, and it's just like, we just like to talk to inspirational people and people who are like willing to give back and serve the community that they live in and serve the communities around the, you know, the globe essentially. I just think your story is so amazing. I mean, hello, you're fucking crushing it. Thanks. I appreciate that so much. And, you know, it's definitely, I've sacrificed a lot of, you know, I mean, I I worked weekends for 10 years. So, you know, I sacrificed a lot of time, a lot of giving up family events, friend events, and, you know, really focused in on work, but it has, it has been worth it. And I've now at my age have come to realize like, what the important things are, what's not. The pandemic was such a blessing in disguise for me. It forced me to slow down and it really helped me get really clear on what exactly I want to do. And I still am doing makeup and I'm still a working makeup artist, but I now am being very selective and making sure any job that I take fills up my cup and it inspires me. And these are jobs that I want to do. And all the jobs that I don't want to do, I either pass on or I pass to someone on my team that they want to do the job. So it's helping other people as well. That's amazing. And giving them a safe space to work. Yeah, totally. Well, it's such a privilege in what, in what we do 
to be able to finally be like, this serves me and this is going to serve somebody else. And when you're first starting, you don't always feel like you have that choice. But I think once you start doing that, you actually become more successful because you're, you're spending your energy in a good way, in a positive way, and not like expelling it, just trying to get through or yeah, get through. I mean, that's the only way. Like sometimes it feels like trudging through if it's not, it's, it's not serving you. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. Is there anything else that you want to like touch on before we start to wrap things up here? Well, if I had like a piece of advice, I would say to anyone listening that maybe they want to open up their own business, but they feel like maybe the market is too saturated. I also don't believe in that. I believe kind of what we were talking about in the beginning that everyone has their own unique spin. Again, there's so many makeup artists out there, but look how many clients are out there looking for makeup artists. There's so many. And I, I mean, even if you're a restaurant owner and like you want to open up an Italian restaurant and there's, you know, five Italian restaurants in town, but guess what? Every single one of them is booked, you know, unless they're not good. Like then, you know, I was going to say, like, unless they're terrible. Yeah. Unless they're not good, but it's like, I, I don't necessarily believe in oversaturation. And that's a question that a lot of people ask me. Um, is like, oh, it's too saturated. And I'm like, no, it's not like, no, it's not. Yeah. You know, the podcast space, everyone's like, oh, well, everyone has a podcast now it's too late. It's oversaturated. And I'm like, the future is podcast. The future is influencer marketing. The future is like online marketing. So it's not too late. It might be more challenging because you didn't start 10 years ago when it was not a thing, but it's not oversaturated. Everyone has their own unique spin on everything. And it's not too late to jump in and do what you're passionate about and what you feel you can bring value to other people. Yeah. I love that. It makes me happy too, because Punch and I say this all the time that it's our side gig. You know, we don't make money off of this. It's literally just like, we just enjoy it. Like some of these things that you do, like you might not get income for like one to three years doing this, but as long as you're consistent and you show up and you believe in it, then who is to say that you have to quit all your other jobs just to do this because it's bringing in all your income and you're getting all these like advertisements now and all these people that want to market on your podcast. And then eventually you can start charging for people to be on the podcast. Like there's so many different outlets of like any job, let's use podcasting as an example, but like there's so many outlets of ways you can make revenue and income, but as long as that's bringing you value and bringing your audience value, that's the most important thing that you enjoy doing it. I love that. (laughs) So we're going to switch it up. We're going to use the archetype cards today. Great. So we'll just ask what the collective needs to hear and know. In this upcoming week, halfway through July, coming up on a full moon when this airs. So that's exciting. Or maybe, actually, I don't know that for sure. But all right. Okay. So I pulled the lover card. Maybe I'm pulling for you. I have no idea. Also, this is on Roman numerals. So it's 17. Oh, there we go. All right. The heart, the beloved, the devoted. Pulsing through the heart of the lover is gratitude. 
The lover appreciates and experiences the world through the senses, reveling in beauty, song, art, music, sense, and sensuality. This energy awakens at the tip of our tongue when we taste the sweetness of honey, kiss a lover, or speak gentle words to a child. The lover lingers in foreplay, aroused not by the getting there, but by the slow merging of self and other. This energy is usually experienced for short periods of time, as in order to feel it, we must be fully present and awake, with no expectations or rules about what should be. Rather, the lover is in awe of what the world presents, reveling in the glorious details, grateful to savor every last drop of life's offerings. Okay, I love that though. I was like I nervous that. that it was going to be so romantic and I think this is perfect. No, that's great. I feel like that actually ties into so many things that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. It always yeah. does. Yes. <laughs> okay, this also says, okay, the lover archetype is present everywhere, not just where conventional forms of pleasure and beauty are found. The lover's awe is unconditional. Yes. So special. I love it. Yes. Me too. Yay. Okay. So that's what the collective needed to hear you guys. And all of us needed to hear it. <laughs> yeah. And Alex, so. we also have to say, where can everyone find you on the Instagram? Yes. I mean, cause now I want you guys all to go and, sh- you know, all my friends who listen back in New York, which there's a ton of them. I hope you guys go and give her um, my Zen Den a try. It's in Beacon. It's so cute where she is. If you want, I am more than happy to offer your audience a 10% discount code for if they want to come into Zenden, but everyone can find me on Instagram. My personal Instagram is at Alex Gill. That's A-L-E-X-G-I-L-L, where you will hear me talking a lot about morning routines, beauty, skincare, wellness, biohacking, all of the things. And then I have my Zenden, which is my Zenden beacon because my Zenden was taken. So my Zenden beacon, and that's where you can follow us for all like infrared sauna and red light therapy things. Which I love. Also, I bought the um, facial steamer you use and I'm fucking obsessed. Yes. We love facial steaming. Alex, seriously, I appreciate it so much. And, um, you know, I know you're super busy, so I appreciate it even more. Of course. This was so much fun. And thank you guys so much for having me. Awesome. awesome. Well, thank you so much. You thank are you so, so welcome. You are so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. And I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. And as per usual, we're going to ask everyone to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Honestly, the sharing is the most important part and the rating. And sharing is caring. Sharing is caring, y'all. You know, like help us out a little bit. Help us help you. Um, if you enjoyed it, let us know. And if you hated it, also let us know. Like we're here for the criticism too, as long as it's constructive. <laughs> hundred percent. I'm like eating a cherry, but yes, thank you so much for tuning in this week. You guys, this was such a pleasure and we will see you next week.